Hello everyone, welcome to Mind of the Football Fans Podcast, your go-to home for all things Premier League football. I'm David, he's Spire. Spire, how are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you, David? I'm very good, I'm very good. I'm chilling, I'm chilling. I'm just enjoying the beautiful, cool breeze of the evening, you know? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been a, it's been a minute, you know, we, we, we took like a, well, more like a break, but because of the schedule, you know, the schedule was... There was the FA Cup and there was a lot of things going, but you know, we're back, we're ready to go, you know, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I love that. I love that, definitely. Um, But obviously, before we get right into it, let's start by saying thank you guys so much for, again, all the love and support you guys showed to us. We love it. We appreciate it. We love you guys so much. We hope to continue to bring you guys amazing content all season long, you know. Premier League is non-stop. Premier League football is just amazing to watch. And we hope to share our thoughts with you guys. And we hope you you love it as much as we love it too. So, yeah, definitely we have to start the aspiring thing. Anything to add? Yeah, anything to add, yeah. You know. Just, um, you know, thank you for the support. It keeps us going. And um, I always say keep up the good work. Yeah, definitely keep up the good work. And as always, please don't forget to like you know, like this video, like our past videos, subscribe to it, hit that notification bell to get notified when we are going live or when our other contents are posted, you know, so that you stay in touch with us as we as we keep dropping good stuff for you guys. And also remember, this is not the only place you can find us. You can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Google Podcasts, pretty much whatever, wherever you get your podcast, we're pretty much there. And also our social media, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Mind of the Football Fans, while are there. We drop content for you guys there. So feel free to check us out there. And we promise not to disappoint, yeah? 100%. Spire agrees. Yeah, Spire definitely. I, I just don't see why you're so happy today. Spire, today is a good day. I can't complain, you know. Um, I just enjoy I enjoy life. Uh, there's nothing to complain about. Arsenal did win, you know, on Sunday. That kind of set my tone for the week, so. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so first off obviously we have to start with our questions for you guys and our, as always the first question for you guys is what team do you guys support let us know in the comments below we want to know where you are where you what team you support and tell us why you support that team i support arsenal just because you know they're amazing never disappoint i can't pretty much say anything more than that they're just the best team in the world spy what team do you support Excuse me, are we talking about the same Arsenal or the Thierry Henry Arsenal? We're talking about Arsenal. I don't know. There's, the, there's no Arsenal. It's Arsenal. I don't know what Arsenal is the best team in the world, mate. But carrier. Um, I support Manchester United. Born, bred, die in red. You know, full-on die-hard fan. And yeah, that's all I can say. Definitely. So let us know what team you guys support in the comments. And we'll try to we'll connect, you know. We love connect, making connections, Yeah. Um, before we move on to the second question, this is March. This is our analysis for Matrix Twenty Three. Wow, so much action! Why Matrix Twenty Three spy? Well, about fifteen more games to go. Mind blowing, right? 
15 more game weeks there. Yes, sir. 15 more game weeks to go. It feels like but, it was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. August, when Masti first played Burnley, um, I can't remember if it was away. Yeah, it was it was away where where Masti went to Turf Moor and played Burnley, and they Haaland, you know, Haaland struck first, and it was felt, felt like yesterday to be honest. But wow, it's crazy. Yeah, time flies. so time flies. Time does fly. Yeah. To second question, do you know that this match week recorded? Well, actually, no. Do you know this match week broke a record in the Premier League? Most goals in a match week. Exactly. And that's my second question for you. What do you think of the match week 23 record that was broken? Most goals in a match week. Precisely 45 goals in a match week. I would say thank you. Giving us drama on the weekend. We love to see it. We love to see teams coming here, scoring goals. We love to see it. We don't like seeing no new, new draws. We don't like seeing one nil. We like seeing five nil, four two, three ones, three nil. That's what we like to see. And that's what we saw. Yeah, and four four draws. We love seeing four four draws, you know. 100%. Definitely, yes. definitely. So it was, just, it was just amazing. Like, you know what? I, did, I didn't watch all the games, but like I was getting notifications and I'm like, what's going on? Like halftime, it was like, Goals were just coming in. And then after halftime, goals were just coming in. I was like, okay. After Saturday, I thought that Sunday would be like, you know, usual Sunday fixtures, just boring. One team dominating, the underdog winning. But it wasn't that. I still saw the same thing. 4-2, 3-0. like, okay. I like I, this. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I'll take it. I hope I hope the match week keeps going. As we get towards the tail end of the season, I just hope it keeps going like that. 100%. You know, team score and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. That's where we wanted to start off. So, with that being said, let's kick on right to the first game of the match. No, not the first game of the match. Let's kick on to the first game that kind of took both of us aback. And you have to say, this game kind of... I don't know if it shocked you. I don't know if it didn't shock you. I don't know if you give us the proper flowers, but... Arsenal Liverpool, the most anticipated game of the match week. I don't think so. I think the most anticipated game was um Newcastle Luton Town. But carry on, please. Let me hear your side. Arsenal Liverpool, the most anticipated game of the match week. Obviously, Arsenal needed to win this game as they were pretty much everyone said they were pretty much out of the title race if they did not win this game, which I kind of felt like it needed if that was the case. Like if Arsenal hadn't won this game. They are out of the title race, right? Now that have been eight points. Liverpool have been eight points clear of like Arsenal, which is the same amount of games played, right? So Arsenal really needed to win this game to, and they did to close the gap to two points, two, two, two points. And then obviously poor defending from both sides. It was just bad. Liverpool, bad Liverpool's goal, bad defending from Arsenal. Precisely, William Saliba, uncharacteristic of him. The same thing for Virgil Van Dijk and Allison. Pretty much the two best players in their position in the Premier League, if not worldwide. Uncharacteristic again from them. And then, but, but, here's the but. Arsenal absolutely dominated this game from start to finish. Liverpool had an expected about 1.03, do not quote me on that number, expected goals. That's crazy. That was their lowest so far this season. Think about it. Think about it. So, but obviously, um, and then obviously Konate got his red card after two yellow cards. Pretty much things like that. And I really don't, I'm go, I'm taking a new approach to this. I'm not going to ask you any question. I'm just going to hear what you think of, what you have, what are your thoughts from that game? 
know. My touch from that game is um, Arsenal got a bit lucky that Liverpool, you know, sold a couple of players because the, should I call him the Arsenal's pocket for Bobby Firmino? He's not in Liverpool anymore. So Arsenal got lucky with that. But in terms of the game that we watched, I love that football. I loved it. I saw Trust Hard. I saw Martinelli. I loved it. And it just proves to us that sometimes it takes little things to make big things. What do I mean by that? I mean, Virgil van Dijk, so-called worldwide best defender in quotes. Mistakes can be made as well. It shows everyone is human. He made a couple of mistakes, not just one. One led to a goal directly, but he also made a couple of mistakes. Um, like the um, Saka's goal. Where was he? He stepped up way too much. Why? Cannot leave Konate being the last man. That's not his job. But a um, couple of mistakes, but obviously the main one behind that is Arsenal. Brilliant finishing, brilliant gameplay, good passing of the ball. Wingers, that's what we like to see. Wingers taking on fullbacks. We don't see that in modern modern day football. We don't see that often. Normally the wingers get the ball and we pass it back. That's why I like praising Saka because he still brings back that olden days football when the winger drives directly at the fullback. Saka and Mbappe, I'm seeing trusted and Martinelli do it now. That's what that's what I like to see. And um, that's 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 it. Liverpool were. I would say they would have been better with Salah, but it is what it is. And Arsenal, they brought their A game to it. And yeah, they definitely. Definitely. See, 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 what I'm wearing. See what I'm wearing. Proud, 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 proud Arsenal fan. I still have been proud even if they lost, but like, I just now, you know, I can't. Proud, proud Arsenal fan. But just to your point, I don't, and you know, I don't want to go into tactical things here and there. But Martinelli absolutely took that space. Because if you notice, when Trent started the game and Martinelli... And Trent was always going into midfield. So there was always that space with him and Konate free. And it was like Arsenal's game plan was just get the ball there. Every time the ball was always going there to Martinelli. And I don't want to say he, he took some of his chances, but there were some. Konate obviously, you know, dismantled here and there. But like, that was the game plan. And you could see it. Like, Liverpool could do nothing about it. And yeah, cool. the same thing with... They actually really and truly could. It's just that Trent, he's advancing to be a centre mid. And that's what they're trying to play. So on the attack, Liverpool's formation turns into a 3-5 whatsoever, where Trent goes in that midfield. And now, for someone that is not as quick, he's not world-class in defending. His defence his defender has been questioning before the past two seasons. For him to be playing that role, knowing that tracking back is going to be like... In like an eye an eye raise. I don't know. I think Klopp should have seen that earlier. He should have stopped it. But maybe he thought his gameplay would still stand out. But oh well. Yeah, definitely. And also the box midfield. I don't know if you noticed while you were watching the game. The box midfield. Um, Havertz. When they were, when Arsenal was pressing, Havertz, Matt, um, Odegaard, then Georgina and Rice, pretty much nullified that Liverpool's midfield. Just took away that midfield game. And like they could not find space to pass. And I was just watching, I was like, oh my god, this is this is amazing. Ateta's masterclass. Ateta's masterclass, you know. And then and then to top it off, Trusser's goal was just spectacular. Oh my god. Anyways, I mean, his legs. Just saying. The way he took on from the way he just took the ball past Harvey Elliott and then sprinted down with Van Dyke, not Van Dyke, I can't remember who the defender was on him. Literally on his on his shoulder, and then he literally just tossed it. And yeah, there's a, there's an element of luck to it because he touched what's his name. Hundred percent element of luck, not an element. Hundred percent. 
Genting will give him credit for his, his run. That's he it. touched this guy's leg, though. Um, Van Dyke, but it, it wasn't changing the direction. It literally went under. I watched that goal like more than once, and he literally went under Van Dyke's studs. But, anyways, good game of football. Two points clear. Obviously, City still have the game at hand. If they win their game, they literally go above both Arsenal and Liverpool. So, yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's looking like one of those title races that will come down to like the last day of the season where the first finishes with just one point, you know. And we all know he's going to win if he gets to that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we all know, and um, I'm going to keep it to myself. You can keep yours to yourself. We've already, we've already said it, so I'm not going to change. I hope you're not changing too. I hope you're not thinking of Arsenal touching the Premier League. Okay, but that's my prediction. I'm sticking with it. Sticking with it, you know. But anyways, we'll talk about sitting a bit. We'll talk about sitting a bit, and you know, Liverpool here and there. And obviously Liverpool on a high because you know they are just smacked Chelsea for one. Klopp was Klopp had just announced he's leaving. He's he's done. What what is there for Liverpool to do now? Like, how can they come back up? Like, not come back. How can they regain their confidence after this? Confidence. I don't think Liverpool has been a team of confidence. Liverpool has always been a team of bouncing back. They get one bad result and they bounce back. And they keep bouncing back. So now that I've got to think about it, so the team that they're going to play last week, they should better play five back because they're about to be a whole lot of goals in there. They play the whole next week. Exactly. So they better play probably seven man back and three forwards and one midfielder. That's that's what that should be their formation because it's about to be at least four goals in there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's move on to our second game. Second, I don't, do I don't try to say most, I don't even say anticipated, no. Second game, I think that had enough good drama for it. And I think you like this one very well. You love this one, actually. Manchester United, West Ham. Manchester United, three. West Ham, nil. United, United. Um. So, obviously, back-to-back wins for United. United. Back-to-back wins for United. United scoring three. Goes back to back games. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. And just to give a context, um, United played Thursday. I think United played Thursday, played Wolves, and then obviously they had the lead two 0 and then they dropped it. Then they scored three two, and then Wolves came back three three. And then Kobe Manu, um, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, came back and won the game for United. But then West Ham. You know, this guy opened the score scoring Hoyland. I'm starting to like Rasmus Hoyland though. I'm starting to you like don't him. Want to, don't like him. Don't like him. We don't want you to like him. Okay, well. Don't like him. Um, and then obviously Anton Canacho coming on and scoring a brace. But I think we have to just say it. United's germs are taking over right now. Their youngsters are literally just taking over pretty much. True or false. I mean, everyone in United is basically a youngster. This dude is turning 26. Rashford is turning 26. Bruno is like, what, 28? Casemiro is like, what, 32? Rashford is still considered a youngster. Because we're talking about proper youngsters, like Kobe. Proper youngsters, yeah. United has always been... I mean, this is not the first time, but United has always been a team of, like, youngsters carrying, coming from Oligona Socha, young Ronaldo, and now, yeah, young Rooney, carrying from... 
for years you had young Valencia. Now you have young Garnacho. You have Kobe, Kim, Kobe Minor. You have Garnacho. Name it. We're supposed to have Greenwood, but situations. But it's that's United's strategy. You know, we build from the academy. That's it. That's one thing Arsenal cannot do. We build from the academy. Don't call Saka. I don't hear it. We build it from the Oh, what is he? What is he now? Who is Smith Rowe now? Smith Rowe is still a baller, though. Smith Rowe is still a baller. I don't know who that is. Sorry. don't want to hear it. But we're talking about Manchester United here. Three Champions League saw me. Can you relate? No, so I'm saying we build from the academy. World class team. Ten Hag. He's settling down. I can see it. You, Not you really can see it now. But now. Now you can see it. I could always see it. I never had a problem with Ten Hag. I'm just saying, go to the, I never had a problem with that. I'm just saying, like, you know, give him time, give him money, give him space. Media, get off his back. Stop asking him about Sancho, stop asking him about nothing. Get off his back, let him do what he's here to do. And we'll see. And um, I'm just going to go back a bit for a minute. So, in the Liverpool Arsenal game, you know, pundits were saying Arsenal celebrations were a little bit immature, cough, cough. You should have given him all of them your look at. For what? You heard me right. Celebrating like you've won the Premier League. Can't, like, if you, if you, I'm, I'm sorry, if you can't celebrate now, when can you then celebrate? When you, you win it. Me. When you win it. You cannot score a goal and start celebrating. Martinelli scored a tapping. A tapping. Hold, hold on, hold on. A this dude, tapping. this dude, Hoyland, Hoyland scored and was literally throwing the guitar for you right there. Did you see that me? goal? Excuse me. Did you see his goal? Why is there a goal though? Why are you... But it's still a goal, though. Like, there's a difference between an outside-the-box weak foot shot and a tapping from two, two mistakes. A tapping, and you're... Nah. Honestly, I understand it. It's a high, it's a big game. You've lost it a couple of times. You've won it a couple of times. It's a big game. Emotions are high. Feelings are high. But that's over-celebration, if you ask me. That's too much. Ramos, he just did the greet and that was it. Hugged. That's it. You move on. You guys, you do your own, they'll do their own personal celebration. You guys, you come and make a circle. or do team talk. All they got is hyping up the fans. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, that's too much. Calm okay, down. Well, um, United, United's youngsters, I can't lie. They are, like, literally, they are the future. Like, without those don't guys, I don't know United would be right now. Don't be jealous of us. That's why Cup is going. He has seen the future. He's running away. He's running away. He has seen what's coming. He cannot handle what's coming. And then, obviously, for West Ham, Calvin Phillips, I have to say, I just want to throw this out there. Life for, for him at West Ham hasn't started the way you hope. It's been terrible. No, I never really expected it to start. Like, yes, it, this, if a human being trains, nine, trains 100% and can never put his training into action, when he gets time to put it, he needs a lot of time to settle down in, like to settle in. Sorry, Calvin Phillips training every day, week in, week out with Manchester City. Comes to West Ham training, and now he gets to play. It's not going to be the same. He needs like at least at least five games to like pick up where he's top. And that's if Calvin Phillips was world class. Don't get here wrong. He wasn't never. He was never world class in Leeds. He was just what a small team needed to do what they did. So in a big team, in an average team, will he be the same? That's that's a question because there's a reason Pep did not play him. There's a reason. He did not fit in whatever, whatever. There is a reason. 
But there is something that Peps has seen in him before he bought him. And I think Peps space that not just fit him. So Manchester City is not a small team. West Ham is not a small team. So we'll see how they see how he fits in. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But as again, good results for United. Um hopefully this isn't this isn't one step forward, two steps forward type of thing. Don't flatter us. Moving on, I think we both love this topic and I feel we'll love this next result. Trust me. I mean, we. I think we have run out of things to say on this next result, but Chelsea Wolves. I mean, we did say, we, I mean, we, we predicted this. We predicted that Chelsea and 10th place, they are hugging each other. Chelsea. Actually, now they're 11th. Now they're 11th. <laughs> I mean, what, what can we say about Chelsea? They started off that game so beautiful. Ice cold, cold Palmer. And then they just gave up uh, Marcus Acuna. Is it? Sorry, I'm getting this wrong. Oh my God. I'm, I'm thinking about the World Cup. Matthias Acuna. I know you cannot relate to the World Cup as well. But I was thinking about the World Cup. Then Marcus Acuna with Argentina. But um, yeah, Acuna with um, Wolverhampton. Hat-trick. Hat-trick. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so Chelsea. Chelsea this time last season... Um, they were. If we compare this season, this time last season and this season, um, they were one position better. They were tenth. Now they are eleventh. I don't know how that's possible. And the goal difference was even so much better. This season they have considered more than they have scored, which is bizarre to think of. Like a Chelsea club doing that, which is crazy. And then the players don't just look it like. The players concede and they are not looking to go win the game. Like you know, when t- you like Wolves, Wolves considered the first goal and they went straight at it to go win that game. But the Chelsea players, they concede and they're just, uh, uh, you know, feeling themselves. He gave a TikTok a professional contract. What do you expect? You don't expect him to work his life off. If he give a player playing in Sunday league. A player, person playing in Sunday league, you give him a professional contract. That person will work his ass off. He will play four positions in one game just to help boost the team. But you're giving a TikToker, a professional footballer that a fan called him out, telling him on his Instagram DMs why he cannot finish. A professional footballer will see that, I, I ignore it, and try, like, you know, in training, just work on yourself. What did the Chelsea player do before I call out his name? He messaged the player, the fan saying, come one view on me. Excuse me. This is not TikTok. Just like LeBron James telling a fan, come on, you want me. This is not TikTok. This is not pro clubs. This is not FIFA, mate. But Midrich, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, so Chelsea and um, back-to-back games, Chelsea have considered four goals. They considered four to Liverpool. Should have been more than four to Liverpool. And then they considered four to Wolves at home. At Four to Wolves at home. Um, just, just on the side, do you think Port will last... Um, to the end of the season. I mean, obviously, reports are coming out that he has the backing of I don't even think, whatever. I don't even think that it's Pochettino's fault anymore. If you manage to go on Chelsea's TikTok and you see, like, them training and everything, I'm so sorry, but I'm just seeing people laughing. I'm not seeing any football work being done. I'm just seeing a whole lot of jokes, a whole lot of... I don't know. No, there is no desire in the team. There's no will. There's no drive. There is no, and that 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 cannot be brought in by a manager. That has to be within the team. That has to be from all the way to the chefs to the players. It has to be within. It's not nice to call out the chefs. You know, they are doing their best. I'm just saying, like, it has to. 
it's not always the player. It has to be internal as well. If there's good spirit from inside, the good spirit is going to be contagious and it's going to pass on to the players. And they will know that we're in this club. We are playing. We are, we are here for something. We have contracts for something. We have to win. And we have to deliver to the fans. Because at the end of the day, you're playing for the fans. You're not playing for yourselves. It's the fans that put the money in your pocket. And that's why you play the game. Fair in enough. a professional and, contract. You know, and you know, if they end up sucking Poch, do you see the special one coming back? No. Yeah, any Premier League club that the special one you go to, it will be Manchester United. Mourinho back in Manchester United. If there's any Premier League club, it's going to, it's going to be United. But unfortunately, that job is not open, so he's got to wait. But credit to Wolves, amazing football. Um, Cunha also good credit to him, first hat trick of his career. Lovely, lovely stuff from them. Let's move on now to the Monday game. I told you, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not really a big fan of Monday game, but I had to watch this one. I kind of even turned it off a minute. Brentford match, uh, Manchester City. Manchester City ended up coming back to win the game 3-1. Brentford scored first. New Mope, yes, caught, they caught um, City lacking. And then Phil Foden was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And he was like, let's go. And he just took the game on the back of his, of his back and was like, I'm going to do this. But obviously, KDB was... Amazing, as always. Um, Haaland did what he could. I mean, I don't know what else to say from this game, to be honest. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I literally am looking at my notes, and all I can think of is this guy's actually fully fit city is actually scary, and they can actually go for their fault. I think um, what we should be saying about this game is Brentford, are they relegated? Are they fighting for relegation? What's happening with Brentford? We, yeah, we saw a bit of a bounce back when Ivan Tony came back and now I just I mean it's against City so there's a bit of an excuse there but is this a certain stone for them to like win all their next games or with this loss make them have a bad form who knows but in terms of Manchester City you know there's a debate that's been going on Phil Foden and Buka Yosaka I think uh, this match just answered the question I don't need to say too much but uh, yeah moving on I can't answer you, Spy. I'm just, I'm just going to leave you. Say, say what you want to say. You're free, you're free to say what you want to say. It's okay. Well, there's been okay. going on, on on X, going on on Instagram. By the way, I've been banned on Instagram. We'll talk about that later. I cannot create a new account on my phone. As far as this is my phone, I cannot create a new account. Oh, my God. That's my... I'll tell you about it later. It's a whole... It's a, it's a whole interesting case. Well, there's a debate that's been going on on X and Instagram, so on and so forth, about Phil Foden and Bukayo Saka. It said, is Foden the most talented player in the Premier League? Is Bukayo Saka the generational talent, the generational young boys, the generational generation? Is Foden better than Saka football-wise, talent-wise, first touch-wise, finishing-wise? And I think uh, Foden answered the question. With three, hat, with, the, with three goals in a match. Well, Anyways, from Brentford's from Brentford's point of view, you know, um, injuries are just bad. Hit them real bad, you know. Just couldn't. They can't just. In, they are missing speed with that. Um, um okay, actually no. Wissa is actually in the Afcon right now, so I don't say it's totally because of injuries. But then and then Oyeka to Frank Oyeka also in Afcon in Nigeria too. So. Afcon together with injuries to likes of Umbema and others haven't just shattered the solution for that. Science by. There you go. 
There you go. A free agent. There you go. I'm not a free agent, though. King's Heat. Sorry. <laughs> but satisfied. You don't need to pay me. For the first season, let me prove what I'm worth. Don't pay me. I'll pay for free. Let me prove what I'm worth. Then from the next season, if Real Madrid comes for me, that's on you now. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't don't say love dreams. We love dreams. Um, we love dreams. no dream. That's reality. In two years' time. Okay, yeah. But again, City look like the juggernauts we know them to be. Um, no, no challenge, no complaints there. If they, if they, no, if they end up winning the fourth, right? I won't even say anything. I'll just be like, it is what it is. One of those, it is what it is type of thing. I think this one, Pep will really go for this one more than he has gone for anyone's because he told, he, bro, this was the, I think his pride came out and he told the press that we are losing games, but we're going to win the press. Like, we're going to win it. And Pep again, has never said that. He always says that we'll try. For him to come out and say we are going to win it, it means he's got something planned that we don't know about. <laughs> no, he's not joking around. Like, I'm not going to lie. He's not joking around. Okay, but anyways, let's move on to the next game as we round up March 23. Everton Spurs. Richardson has nine goals in his, in his last two games. First player to score both home and away against his former team. Um, Richardson looks like he's actually filling Kane's boots pretty well. Spurs were winning 1-0, sorry, 2-1 with some minutes to go because Everton equalized 90 plus 4, 90 plus 7, one of them. And I believe if they did not play handball, Spurs could have won this game. But Spurs were like, let's keep going, let's keep going. You know, you know that point where you're like, we should just literally, we have the lead. Let's with some minutes to go, let's just solidify the lead and let's, you know, keep it. Handball doesn't do that. Is this the reason why Spurs cannot or will probably not win a trophy? Because they are playing handball. Like, I can handball win you a trophy like the Premier League or like. Can you just tell me what handball is? I'm not following. Like, what is handball? Handball is interesting, entertaining, attacking football. So, like, Pep's backable. Maybe. 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 He has some similarities. He has some similarities here and there. So, Angie's copying Pep. Pep doesn't draw games, though. Sorry, but that's that's the thing. When you copy someone, it doesn't mean you're as good as that person. You're just trying to be as good as this person. And that's the result of a trying to be as good manager. That's what I'm going to say. But obviously Everton ended up coming back to rescue a point, which was good for them. But, but any team that gets a point or three points from Everton right now, that's, that's a good struggle because Everton, they're a struggling team. They are a team that all their players are seeing red, their eyes are red. They're coming to a match to do what, what you pay to do. Everyone comes to the match, but like they have that that drive more than other players because of you know the sudden um adverse that they face. And if you get a point from a team like that, I think you should be okay with that. Away from yeah. home as well. That's a good struggle. Definitely. Everton aren't the same as they were like that last season and when they had Frank Lampard, they are just a different, they have this fight and determination that it's just, it's different to see, you know. Yeah. Um. Definitely, let's move on to, let's just touch on these games before we round up. 
Newcastle looting. Oh my God, what a game. What a game of football. You know, Newcastle look re-energized. They look ready to go. And looting out of the drop zone. I might be wrong with my predictions, by. I might be wrong with them. They might actually, you know, end up... They might actually end up, you know, staying in the Premier League. I never knew that Luton could score four goals in a match. Bro, they have scored four. They fought, They scored four goals last last game week against Brighton. Yeah, so until this past like two game weeks, I never knew that. Hmm. They're coming. They are coming with force. They are just scoring left, right, and center like it's crazy. The fact that they played Brighton twice this season, the home fixture, the f- beginning of the season fixture. Luton's first ever game was against Brighton, and Brighton told them welcome to Premier League with four goals. Four nil, Brighton won that match. And what did what did Luton say? When, after the reverse picture, they said, "Oh, we are in Premier League now. Thank you for the introduction. Take back your four nil." And that was uh, that was very good. And then a four four all trailer with Newcastle. That's I don't know what it's I don't know the change in the taxes board, but it's working. I don't, I don't want to say too much, but Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley is playing good football in that midfield. Like, his football is just different. Like, I remember Ross Barkley at Chelsea. I remember him at Everton a bit. But right now, it's matured football. Like, he's playing like he's the vet on the team. Like, it's crazy. It's so crazy to watch, though. But as, as I said, my prediction might change right now. Like, no, I'm that's, at... and that's not a prediction anymore. That's a forecast. You're... you're, you're, you're... Saying stuff based on what you're saying. A prediction is you predicting, trying to read the future based on just what you have up here, not based on what you're saying. If you're on a forecast and say Luton is not going to get relegated, you go ahead. But my prediction stays the same. Okay, okay. Let's let's touch on this other game, Bournemouth Forest. Quite a quite a slow burner, to be honest. Uh, not here and there, nothing to 400, other than red card though. That uh, maybe he shouldn't have been given too harsh. Some might say it's harsh, some might say it's not harsh, you know, here and there. But one of them, one of them games where you're like, okay. I'm, still, I'm waiting for one particular game to be touched. Uh, we'll probably get there, we'll probably get there. And then obviously Brighton Palace, Brighton after collecting for last game week, they were like, no, let's go. No, we need to dish and out our four. I'm like, okay, you do you, babes. You do you, you know. What do you call them? Uh, call them babes, you know. You haven't heard the saying, you do you, babe. That, that, that's it, you know. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so Brighton. And then Welbeck's assist, though. Welbeck's assist, by Did you see Welbeck's assist? For Joao Pedro's goal, backheel assist of the season, no cap assist of the season, except something called bigger, better than that comes up. Assist of the season right now. I'm not messing around. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to agree. But anyway, good game. Palace up down. I think Olise was on the bench. There were just a lot of things that did not go right for Palace in this game. But yeah, then Sheffield Villa. Mm, that's the game I was waiting for. That you game just... single, single-handedly gave me 40 points in FPL. Just that game. Well, single-handedly yeah. gave me 40 points. I have I have Martinez and Watkins on my And I have just one player. Wally Watkins. Triple captain here? No, just normal captain. He gave me 36 points. 
Okay, fair one enough. Goal, one goal with what two or three assists? Three assists. I will we'll talk about we'll talk about stat leaders in the league right now. Um We'll talk about that for a minute. So, you know, um, yeah. And then lastly, to round it up, Burnley Fulham two two. Wow, crazy, I think, crazy um, game. Time for us to say um goodbye to Burnley. Um, and it's time for us to also say welcome to Le- um, welcome Leicester. I think it's about Sheffield. That. No, no bye bye to Sheffield. Of course, bye bye Sheffield, bye bye Burnley, and uh, welcome Leicester because Leicester are really sitting on that championship. No so, cap, they actually blaze Like I think Still. right now they have seventy three points. So Burnley, we enjoyed the time. I think Burnley's problems started from once they let Sean Dyche go. You, can, I mean, I don't think that's fair to say, considering that. Sorry. No, wait, wait, no, considering company came in and they literally broke the record in the championship, playing amazing football. I don't, I don't think you can say they because they let. Company is a championship manager. Company is a League Two manager. Company is a League La Liga League B manager. Company is not a Premier League manager. He's not a League One manager. He's not a Serie A manager. He is a second division manager. So Dyche, he's been in the Premier League. He's seen the involvement of the Premier League. He was with Burnley for what? How many seasons? Two, three, two, three seasons in the Premier League. Burnley was the, that's when people were afraid of Burnley. People were afraid of Burnley's defense. Burnley can go for eight games without conceding. Can we see that now? No. Company, company was a good defender, but his team is not good in defending. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the joke there. <laughs> but uh, it is, it is what it is. Bye, bye, yeah. company. Yeah, so and and I said I said we'll talk about the stats. Obviously, your top scorers, you have Haaland with 14 goals, Salah 14 tied with Haaland, Solanke 13, Son right behind 12, Jared Bowen and Oli Watkins 11 goals each, you know. And then Watkins also the first player with both with 10 goals and 10 assists in the league this season. Trippier right behind him 9, Pascal Gross 8, Neto 8. At the rest, you know, you know the rest. They're all here for you to see. It should be fun. No Arsenal player in this list yet, but we're getting there. Saka is coming up. Saka is coming up there. And then your clean sheet. Oh, now here we go. Arsenal player. Um, your clean sheet obviously Pickford. You know has the most clean sheets in the league right now. And um, Onana. I think Onana has seven. Onana, Onana. Anyways, but yeah. So those are your those are your stats. Let's touch on a few things before we actually just round up the show. You're about, to, you're about to say AFCON, right? I'm about to say AFCON, yes, sir. Well, if you want to talk about AFCON, I think we have to start off by saying, I think, I think if I play this song, I think you you know what I'm talking about. Just give me a second. Let me just pull it up for you. It's an AFCON special, you know. Uh, let me just pull it up for you, please. Just bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Okay. I think uh, that's an Afcon special. Yeah, uh, so Afcon won the semi-final plays tomorrow. Um, Nigeria plays South Africa, and then Ivory Coast plays Congo. Ivory Coast that was on the brink of elimination plays Congo tomorrow. Easy dubs for Nigeria. Easy dubs. 
I'm not. I'm not um... Let's go. Let's go. It's coming home. It's coming home. Afcon is coming home. <laughs> ah. But the best player Afcon has unfortunately been knocked out. That is um Nathan Duala, if I'm pronouncing that right. Nathan Duala from Cameroon. The best player in Afcon. I can show you some clips of him. Very world class. I think I should show you some clips. So this is these are his highlights for the Afcon. And um, I just want to put this out there that that guy registered as a 17-year-old in Cameroon. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's coming home. It's coming back to Nigeria. Um, the African oh. trophy is coming back. Home. Are you in Nigeria right now? I'm, I'm, I'm a proud Nigerian, bro. Are you in Nigeria right now? This is a question. Okay. Yes or no question? Anyways, let's, next, next up, next thing I want to talk about. FIFA announced the schedule for the 2026 World Cup. I'm currently in the US right now. Um... The finals will be played in MetLife Stadium, New Jersey, Rutherford, New Jersey, the home of the New York Jets. Which, fortunately, David and Peter will be attending. Probably, yeah, yeah. That was surprise we were going to tell you, but yeah, we'll probably we'll probably be there supporting. Yeah, no, probably uh, like we are. I, that was a surprise, but well, oh yeah, happy, yeah. Spy, spy, sponsoring me, you know. Happy birthday! Oh, that was a birthday surprise. Oh my god, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But yeah, obviously the 2026 World Cup will be um in some states here in the States, California, SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, Miami, I think, and then Rutherford, New Jersey, and then obviously Canada and Mexico too, which I don't think we'll be able to go to those games. But yeah, 2026 World Cup. And then lastly, Spy, before you leave, I know why what strictly a Premier League show. But I just have to touch on this. The Super Bowl is this weekend. The San Francisco 49ers and the and Patrick and, and the Patrick Mahomes led Chiefs. Who do you have this weekend? Unfortunately, I have to say Patrick Mahomes. So 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 sorry, bro. I know, I know. I just I just like being your rival. I don't like choosing the things to choose. How did I know you're going to choose the I'm just sorry, but I just like I like being your rival and I enjoy it. I honestly enjoy it. It's okay. It's okay. We'll see Sunday after the March week 24. No, 24, March week 24 is Monday. But Sunday after March week 24 games, the Super Bowl, um, I have, you know, San Francisco 49ers. Who's performing at halftime? Usher. Usher is performing at halftime. Usher. Boring. Anyways, guys. Anyways, guys. Thank you so much for staying with us. Again, don't forget to please like and subscribe and hit that notification bell to get notified when next we drop content or we plan on going live really appreciate all your love and your support again don't forget we this is not the only place you can find us you can find us on spotify you can find us on apple podcast or google podcast wherever you get your podcast pretty much and then our social medias um instagram well actually no spies it on instagram anymore but mind of the, fan, mind of the football fans podcast is on instagram and tiktok where we drop amazing content for you guys i'm on tiktok i'm on um instagram spies on tiktok you can find each of us there individually um we hope you guys enjoyed this episode we'll see you guys at the end of matrix 24 where we break down 
hopefully another entertaining match week. Well, the Premier League doesn't disappoint, so we are not worried of it disappointing us in match week 24. We hope to see you guys there. Stay well, stay warm, stay blessed. We're out.